everybody, and welcome back to Somebody's Mama podcast. We're your hosts, Kendra and Nicole. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. We know we missed a week last week um, because life happened again, but we're back. And thank you guys so much for listening and supporting us. Make sure you guys are subscribed on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And after you listen to this episode, make sure you leave a rating and review for us. We would greatly appreciate it. And you can also keep with the, keep up with us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. And we will be releasing um, some more hats on the website. So make sure you guys are following us so that you guys can get the information when they are available. All right, so we're going to jump right in and kind of just recap what's been going on since you guys last heard from us. So, Nicole, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. Okay. So, as you can hear, I am sick. So, that's how you know it's been lit. Okay, it's been lit. (laughs) Um, Literally, we've been on vacation for two weeks. We went to Las Vegas had a ball in las vegas i actually videotaped it all those that vlog will be out in july Mm -hmm. and we just had a ball in vegas and then we got home and it was so cool we got home and soon as we um got soon as we parked the car i looked back at the kids and i said you guys and they're (laughs) like yeah i was like i need you guys to go in the house right now and clean up, shower, uh-huh. and pack because we got to get back on the road. <laughs> and they they just started screaming like, "Wait, what? Wait, where where are we going? Where we're going? Where, where are we going now? Where are we going Aww. now?" <laughs> and so they get in the house, they get ready, this and that. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next day, we leave to San Diego. Mm-hmm. We go to Legoland. Um, and we just had a ball and then I got sick and so it was fun and um it was a good time so that's that's what that's what I've been doing what about and then we I I vlogged um Legoland too so oh good yeah so that was exciting I'm trying to catch up to Kendra y'all Kendra be vlogging (laughs) we're both putting in that YouTube work yes and so vlogs out (laughs) yeah so uh my I don't start doing consistent YouTube till July Mm -hmm. but it's smart that's actually a strategy that I just recently heard about so that's very smart yeah but then I got sick so now I'm I'm like oh my goodness content that I'm supposed to make now I'm sick but Mm-hmm. you know you just do what you can and uh but at least I have I probably, I probably have about four or five videos ready to go I just, yeah. so but yeah what have you been up to Kendra so I've been doing a bit a little bit of traveling um and so I've been vlogging everything as well so if you guys have not heard you can uh subscribe on YouTube at Kendra Michelle not at it's YouTube but uh, my YouTube channel is Kendra Michelle M-E um so yeah I've been doing a lot of traveling last week I went was it last week or the week before last I went to New Orleans for the first time um just me and my husband he had another like work conference and so I met him out there at the end of his conference and spent three days there with him 
And so it's really exciting for me because it was my first time going to New Orleans. And um, yeah, so it was a great time. We stayed like downtown. So it was about like a 10 or 15 minute walk to Bourbon Street, which was cool. Bourbon Street is definitely an experience. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Like, I, when I saw you guys, there, I was like, oh my goodness, I've never really wanted to go to New, New Orleans before. But when I saw like, the experience I was like you know what I might go there like it looked like a lot of fun yeah so you know what quite a few people actually messaged me and told me that because I kind of had the same sentiment like after of course after watching girls trip I was like oh I want to go but mm-hmm. the older I got I was just like oh I don't know like I don't really like party like that anymore and so I don't really know if it's not Essence Festival, then like, what really do you do? Right. But um, since my husband was already going, I was like, this is my opportunity to, to go. And we kind of did New Orleans our way. Um, we spent a day on Bourbon Street. Like we weren't there every day, all day, every day. Some people, when they go, like that's literally where they go and that's where they stop. And I can see why, because there's so much to do down there. Um, there's a lot of different uh, bars and restaurants and all of the bars have like live music. The bands are so good. They do a lot of cover music and the singers are just like amazing singers. Um, Super, super talented people. Um, Literally everywhere you you stop, (laughs) you hear music like on the street. You have like kids out there playing the drums on the streets and like people you know a full um like drum line with the french horn and everything um it's just very lively a lot of people but you also have to be careful because a lot of times the um there's people down there that prey on the um the uh tourist so Mm Um, you have to be careful. Like when I first got there, my Uber driver, she um, she was so funny. She was like, okay, okay, baby, let me give you the rundown now. You over here looking all cute and stuff with your stuff in your bag, but you need to put your bag in your bag, okay? Don't take your little bag out there with you because I had like my uh, Louis Vuitton, um, you know, the one I always yeah. carry. Uh, crossbody, yeah. Crossbody, yeah. And so she was like, oh, put that bag in your big bag, baby, because you don't need to take that down to Bourbon Street, okay? Because they will jack you. She was like, put your phone in your front pocket. (laughs) Never put your phone in your back pocket. She was like, the pickpocket is out here. They are top notch, basically. So she was like, they can literally like lift your phone and your wallet out of a zipped pocket. So she was just like, if you wear a backpack, make sure you put your backpack in the front of you um carry your crossbody and hold it to your chest so you know um it is a city so you still got to make sure that you're on your p's and q's but we didn't have any issues while we were there one guy was a little sketchy um we were sitting in a bar listening to a band and there was like a window like right where we were sitting and so he like pulls up on a bike and he tries to hand us a debit card and was like excuse me, he's like, oh, can you give this to the singer? And we looked at him like, oh, you got the wrong ones. Like we, we from California, we already know the game. Like we are not taking anything out of your hands. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No. Yeah. So we finally got up and moved away from him. 
and um he was like oh y'all y'all gonna play me like that like whatever and I'm like I don't know what game you're trying to play so we just gonna go about our business so that was our really our only like awkward encounter but um I mean it was just great the people were great the music was great the food of course was amazing and we veered off from like I said we went to Bourbon Street one day the first day and then after that um, we did the uh, swamp tour and that was really cool because we kind of got to see the city on the way there and then we did um, we went to Frenchman Street which is kind of like it's supposed to be a step up from Bourbon Street it's a little bit cleaner um the music was great over there. And then we found this, I don't really know what street it was, but we found this area that was like a little bit nicer. And we went to the carousel bar, which oh. is like a bar that's constantly spinning. Ooh. Yeah. And so it spins really slow, but it's constantly spinning. And it was a little nicer. I forget what the name of the rest, the uh, hotel it was in, but it was a really nice hotel on that side of town like the streets were clean we stopped at an art gallery over there they had an antique shop with like beautiful chanel like like uh vintage chanel jewelry oh I, oh I love that it was amazing I recorded that I'm gonna still have to do the reel for that but um it was just gorgeous they had vintage Versace um china and uh crystal glassware I mean just beautiful pieces and so we walked through there, we walked through the art gallery, went to the carousel bar. So that was our little bougie part of the trip. At the carousel bar, we got, um, dang, what do you call it? We got, oh, uh, deviled eggs with caviar. Oh. Really good. Um, so yeah, so then um, it's very interesting out there though, because the restaurants is like a lot of the restaurants you can't get a reservation and you have to wait in line like outside oh really yeah and so one restaurant we went to um you didn't have to wait in line but you did have to wait outside for your reservation to be called so but it's really popular it's called Morrow's, and on tiktok everybody was raving around about it it's black owned um restaurant and they kind of have like uh, Creole Asian fusion nice. and so um, it was a really cute restaurant the guys I forgot the guy's name but he's super popular he has like three restaurants out there um, so when we got you know when we pulled up she's like it's a two-hour wait I'm like what and it's like literally it's nighttime but it's 90 degrees <laughs> oh wow and so I was like, well, what about can you sit at the bar? And she's like, yeah, you can sit at the bar, but um, you have to wait outside. So I'm peeking through the window to see when somebody gets up. And as soon as this couple got up, I, I told my husband, come on. And so we walked in, we were able to sit at the bar within like 10 minutes. But the party outside, they had already been there for an hour and a half. Oh, well, no. We were there for about an hour and a half to two hours. When we left, they were still waiting. Oh, no because there was a large party in there that was taking up the whole place. And then Neo was there, the singer. So he pulls up and of course he just walks straight in and they give him a table. And then the guy QC, whatever that is, um, like the city girls manager. I yeah, yeah. yeah. He came too. So he had his own table and then Neo had his own table. When I tell you that lady from outside came in the door so fast, she said, listen, I don't care who they are 
they just pulled up. We've been here for two and a half hours. It's my friend's birthday. It is smoldering heat outside. And the waitress, I mean, the hostess was like, go take it up to with the manager, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, go on, take it up with the manager. Oh, it ain't got nothing goodness. to do with me, baby. I was like, oh, my God. <sighs> oh, my goodness. But I was that's thinking to why- So what, did, did you guys end up eating there or did you have yeah, to leave? we ate. We ate. The food was delicious. The drinks were good. The bartender was hilarious. Oh, and then this happened. So I guess you just see everything when you're sitting at the bar. Right. So we saw that happen or whatever. And then um, when we first got there, there were these two girls sitting next to us at the bar and a guy was with them. And um, I don't know what song it was or whatever that was playing, but I think it was like a Lauryn Hill song or something. The girl starts singing the song to the top of her lungs. Like literally, you would have thought that she had a microphone. And so apparently... They had already told her she was already singing a lot and they were telling her like, this is not that type of place. This is not karaoke. Like you need to just eat your food and relax. Like it's okay to vibe to the music, but they didn't want the atmosphere to shift into a party atmosphere because the more fun people are having, they don't want to get up and go. So it's like, they got to get, they got to turn over these tables. And this is just what I'm thinking. She didn't say that, but this is just what I'm thinking. But they basically told the girl she needed to like simmer down. Well, her song came on again and she was singing to the top of her lungs to where the people in the back of the restaurant were turning around like what is happening. And so the manager comes over and she's like, y'all need to leave. Ooh. And I was like, are they kicking her out for singing? They <laughs> said, <laughs> baby, you gotta go. Yeah, so they, and, and she was not happy about it. She was like, you mean to tell me that I'm having a good time? I'm bringing a vibe to your boring restaurant. And then the guy that they were with, I guess to the girls were from out of town and the guy lives there and he brought them to the restaurant. He's like, I spent a lot of money in this restaurant and I think it's rude for you to kick my friends out. And we're just having a good time. We bought hella drinks at the bar. It's not like we're just sitting here you know chilling like we're ordering food we're ordering drinks like we're having a good time and then the lady was like I understand you're having a good time but you're disturbing the other customers and you know we can't excuse me we can't allow the rest of the restaurant to be disturbed for one person this is a restaurant it's not a karaoke bar it's not a club and the girl was the girl went off she was like uh and she was so loud, so she's still disturbing the peace. <laughs> oh my goodness. And so me and my husband are just sitting there like awkward, like what is happening? So yeah. You're like, crazy. should we sit here and enjoy our drinks? Should we get up and go? What should we yeah, do? Yeah, I'm like, what is happening? But aside from <laughs> that, the food was great, the vibes was great. I really enjoyed New Orleans. We got a text at 5 a.m saying that our flight had changed and it was going to be either we had to um what it, what was it i think the uh the connecting flight had changed so which made our whole flight change this was the day that there was 3000 flights canceled we had Wait. just 
Yeah, so we had just seen on the um, news the day before that there was 3,000 flights that were canceled. And so we were praying like, Lord, please don't let this be us. Because originally we weren't supposed to leave New Orleans until 7 p.m. So we are gonna have like a full day there still to do stuff. At 5 a.m. that morning, we got a text that the flight had changed and we either was gonna have to get home the next day Ooh. or we had to be out on the 745 flight. So we jumped up, got dressed, and then it was like, at first it was like, oh, you're not going to be able to get on that fl- on, the, on the 745 flight and all this stuff. So I'm like, oh no, like we got to get home. We cannot stay a whole nother day. Like I miss my kids. Like we got to get home. Yeah. So thank God we were able to just like, we were already like pretty much packed up. So we just showered, threw our stuff in the bag and we made the flight on time. Thank God we got back early, but we had to, end up going to Burbank instead of Ontario because <laughs> that was the only way to get home the only way to get home that day was to fly into Burbank wow so, so and mind you this is at 5 a.m New Orleans time so it wasn't like we could call somebody and be like oh can you pick us up from Burbank we were just like Oh, well, when we, once we get there, we'll figure it out. If we have to Uber from Burbank, we'll Uber from Burbank. Like, we'll figure it out. But thank God, uh, we called my mom once we got to our uh, layover in Dallas. And she was like, I'll pick you guys up. So shout out to mom. mom. Man, mom came through in the clutch because we was like, ain't nobody trying to come pick us up from Burbank? Like, <laughs> okay, all the way in Burbank? Oh, that traffic? Ciao. That traffic was crazy on the Saturday, oh. Father's Day weekend on Saturday. And my husband is like, I have to be home for Father's Day. Like, you know, so, oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. For Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Father's Day. We oh, did yeah, ours early. And uh, I got my, my husband wanted a cycle bike for a while. So we got him a cycle bike. He was really happy about it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yes, we we ended up going to church. We celebrated on Sunday since we got back. You know, we got back Saturday, so we went to church and then we went to lunch. And of course, it was like a two-hour wait for lunch, but we were chilling. The kids were having fun, like we were playing and talking, having a good time. So um, we did that and gave my husband and my dad their gifts, and we just chilled. I was trying to take them to Top Golf, but of course it was crazy and like you only could do reservations seven day in advance I literally set my alarm to do the reservation that Sunday prior and the reservations were still already booked up so oh wow a different day but um but yeah we had a good um we had a good time and then this past weekend I'm just say real quick this past weekend I went to the um summer nights tour with Summer Walker Ari Lennox Jasmine Sullivan Saucy Santana and like some other people but um, that was really fun. Me and my girlfriends got a hotel downtown LA and um, the concert was really good. Summer Walker is just, her music is very slow. So it was good, but I was kind of old. I was kind of falling asleep at the end. Like, child, you gotta wake me up. She sat down and if you ever go see her in concert, like it's a different experience because we know she has high anxiety and like yeah, she, um, uh crowned herself the weirdo queen and she is very strange 
So um, it was an interesting, it was an interesting show, but Ari, Ari Lennox was great. We were kind of nervous about her making it to the show because child, she said she wasn't going to get on a flight no more. So we're like, girl, you got to get on this flight because I mainly was going to see Ari Lennox and um, Jasmine Sullivan. Right. So, um, but she ended up showing up. Her set was great. Uh, Jasmine, oh my gosh. They had her on the uh, ticket as a featured guest. Um, So I thought she was maybe going to do like one song, but she did a full set. I was like so happy because I've always wanted to see her in concert. So it's a really good time um omarion popped up and this was after the verses so we're gonna talk about the verses y'all yeah but omarion popped up at the summer walker concert and i have a clip i sent it to the shade room i was trying to be the first to send it to the shade room but they didn't post my clip they post somebody else clip but he um he was like yeah you know last night the sound was just really bad and y'all know how it is with the sound he was like but now i'm finna do it how it's supposed to be and then they start playing supposed to be or whatever <laughs> oh my goodness you know he so need he to go sit to down be, yeah he tried to redeem himself but i'm like boy sit down no he gotta go somewhere and sit down I, everybody was at that concert i was like everybody played um saucy santana performing i was like how many people is at the concert? Like there were so many people oh, on yeah. my timeline that was at the concert. Oh yeah, it was a sold out show. It was packed. But um, child was in there with my mask on because COVID is running rapid. So I was like, okay. um, I was in there with my mask on. But yeah, I saw a lot of people I knew there too. But um, we walked in when Saucy Santana was performing. So I was like, oh, I gotta get to my seat. I love Saucy Santana. <laughs> he is so funny. Yeah, child, he and Nesta almost had to um, X him off my list for what he said the other day, but, you know, we ain't talking about that right now. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. Oh, my God. What happened? Something just fell off my desk. I hope it didn't poke a hole in the wall. Okay, all is good. <laughs> all right, but uh, let's jump into our mama moments. Okay, so... My mama moment is uh, when we got back from vacation, right? We get home mm-hmm. and my son, he runs to, uh, he runs to his um, charge in his tablet mm-hmm. and he, um, to play with his cousin, Leilani. So he, to play with his cousin. So his oh. cousin lives in a different state and I overhear him talking to her because he talks to his cousin like it's you know you have that one cousin that's like your age and you talk to all the time yeah and so that's for him so he's so excited to talk to her and tell her how our vacation went so I was like so stunned because he goes hey you know cousin you know um what I'm about to tell you you're gonna think, wow, you're so lucky. You're so lucky, wow. Uh-huh. I was like, what's he about to tell her? And he goes, yeah, so we just, we just went to, we went to Las Vegas mm-hmm. and we saw the volcano show. It was so hot. It was the lava, the lava was so hot. We saw, we, and then we went to this arcade and then 
you're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. We got back home and then the next day we left again and we went to Legoland. <laughs> and then it's on speaker. So then she's like, oh, wow, are you serious? And, and he goes, I know. I'm so lucky. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my goodness, did you just call to brag to your cousin? <laughs> Did you just call her and brag to your cousin? But I felt really proud because this is going to sound so sad. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. But like um, during the pandemic and everything, like we've been super careful. We didn't go anywhere. Like, especially with the kids, we weren't letting them go a lot of places. It was really just like school and maybe the playground. Like, but before that, you know, my son, we would go to Disneyland, Legoland, like mm-hmm. vacations, like right. pretty often, at least like once a month. And we had passed to Disneyland, like yeah. before the pandemic, like we were always just like going on vacation trips all the time. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But during the um, pandemic, we really like, like we looked up and before we knew it, we're like, we ain't been nowhere in two years, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like a couple months ago, my son, he asked my husband, he said, dad, uh, I have a question. And my husband was like, yeah. He was like, uh, are we poor? Oh. <laughs> and my husband was like, no, why do you, you know, why do you think that? Or why, you know, like what made you? you know asked that question and he was like well we don't go anywhere and so it like broke my husband's heart Mm -hmm. (laughs) it like broke my husband's heart and um so it was like a big moment for him to like come back and like yeah be proud or like happy yeah we're not poor no more (laughs) we went on two vacations yeah, he was like, we, we was home for one day. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I was like, boy, if you don't go sit down somewhere. <laughs> man, kids really do say the darndest things, man. I need to just, I need to start recording this stuff more often. Yeah. Uh, what about you? When it's time for a mama moment, I have a hard time, you know, picking it out. But stuff happens every day. But the one that's standing out, Right now, um, we're getting ready to go on another trip, but we're going as a family this time. So we're taking a family vacation um, to Texas. And so as soon as school got out, Kendon has been asking us like, when are we going on holiday? He calls vacation holiday. When are we going on holiday? When are we going on holiday? Where are we going? And so um, my husband kind of like told him the plan of like what we're doing. And so every day, He's like, mom, what day are we leaving? And I'm like, okay, so it's more, one more day, four more days, whatever. And so he's like, okay, well, I have it all planned out. And he's like, you know, I have a map and we're, this is where we're going to go. And this is how it's going to go down. So the other day he got uh, two little doodle boards. We have like these little, it's not an Etch-a-Sketch, but it's like the little doodle board that has the magnetic pin. Oh, okay. And I like draw on it. 
So he he got his and Bryson's and he's like, okay, mom, so I'm going to make the map for the road trip. Mind you, it's not a road trip. We're flying, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a portion of it where, the, where there's a road trip. So he's like, okay, so first we're going to get on the plane and then we're going to go to Texas. And then once we get off the plane, then we have to get in the van. <laughs> he's like so excited for the van. He's like, we're going to get in a van. And then we're going to go and we're going to drive to grandma's house. But this is how it's going to go. So he takes his pen and he starts drawing a map. Oh, my goodness. So he draws a map on one board and then he's like, okay, but I have to make two maps because Bryson needs a map too. So he's trying to like mimic the same map. Like he's like, mom, do they look alike? (laughs) Holding them up and I'm like, actually, they do. They do kind of look alike. And so he's like, okay, yeah. So then we're going to get in the car and then we're going to drive this way. He's like going around the whole map. He's like, okay, but when we get in the van, we have to make sure that we pack our snacks because we're going to get hungry. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to need our snacks and then we're going to need Bryson's graham crackers because he loves graham crackers. And then he's like, and then (laughs) he's like, has the whole thing planned out. He's like, so excited. It's the cutest thing in the world. We're almost there to the trip. And so I'm really excited for him to kind of like see this adventure, how it finally happens, you know, and I hope that it happens the way that it's planned out in his head because baby, he is excited. Okay. (laughs) And, um, my friend actually gave me this cute idea that she found on, uh, TikTok where the mom kind of like made a map because they say, you know, a lot of times when kids go on road trips or whatever, they're like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? So um, a portion of the trip, we will be driving from uh, Dallas to Houston. So what you do is you just take like a, you can use like painter's tape or you can use like a strip of uh, uh, butcher paper or whatever and you make it like a little road. And then you put that up um, on the inside of the car, but like above the windows basically. Hmm. And then you put Velcro along the line and then you take a car or you can do like a paper car or you they use a real car and they stuck velcro to the car and to the paper and you write on the paper all of the stops so Mm. if you're traveling through texas you would write like every you know city or every you know three cities or whatever until you get to your final destination so then when you make it to one city you know, you say, oh, there's a sign for Dallas. And then he has to move the car. So uh-huh. it kind of helps him like, you know, travel along the way. So I'm going to try to whip that together. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm sure that is definitely helpful because kids will just say that over and over, like over and over and be like, dang, okay. Right. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I'll be like, we not. It's a, it's a valid question. Right. <laughs> But it's like, we're not there. Right. Stop asking me. I'm hoping that that they like sleep, but it is a four hour drive. So I'm pretty sure they'll sleep a little bit. But Kendon, he can stay up. Yeah. Like when he's excited, he's going to be looking out the window, asking questions. So I'm going to make sure I have a map and like do the little car thing and just try to make it as fun as possible. But we can't take too much stuff with us on the plane. So I probably buy all their little snacks and car fun stuff on the way there. Um, 
but yeah. So that's our mama moments. Now we're going to move along. Um, we have a couple of hot topics that we want to talk about. Some stuff that we wanted to talk about last week, but we're just going to kind of like jump into things that are more current and then work our way down. Um, unless you're under a rock, you guys have heard about the Roe versus Wade being overturned. And a lot has been happening. It's really scary to live in America right now just with so many things happening um, constantly every day. I feel like something is from the mass shootings to the senseless killings. Now this, um, amongst other things that are, you know, in the works that affect our everyday life, you know. Um, so we kind of just wanted to touch on the topic because as women, like, of course, this affects us directly because there's so many things that can happen. I feel like a lot of people are focused on like just the abortion aspect, like just terminating an unwanted pregnancy, but there's so much more that goes into this um, law being overturned and it just can af affect any woman that is pregnant. Like if you have an atopic pregnancy or, you know, if something goes wrong and you know, there's a little pill that they give you to help you, you know, pass the pe pregnancy through and things like that. And it just changes a lot. Yeah. And it's taking away our rights as women um, to do what we need to do to be healthy. It's just, it's really disappointing and disheartening because there's the people who make, who are making this, these decisions are not women. Yeah. That's the crazy part. Like, how like and and it, this is the hard part okay i this is something that i was telling kendra before we got on here at first i obviously i was mad like everybody else i'm still mad because it's not something that you know it's obviously taking away women's rights right right um but you know, the more I looked into it, this is something that's been 50 years in the making by the Republican Party. Like, this is something they've been actively trying to do for 50 years, you know? And to think that while they actively try to do this, when there was options to make um, having abortions as law, it was never put into law because both parties just had this trust that, you know, Roe versus Wade, that is the standard, like that's what it is. And every time they would, you know, interview the people to go um, to be a justice, you know, this was a big question. Mm -hmm. And what I don't like is that the, the people that overturned it, they're, half of the people that overturned it are new new justices mm -hmm. and those people said all of them actually said that you know roe versus wade is the standard like that's law you know but it's like no you were under oath and you lied about what you thought roe versus wade is and i personally feel like if you're gonna lie in your interview it's time for you to go like right. I, I think they should be impeached to be honest because 
you shouldn't get up there and just be lying to everybody about how you feel about it just so you could get this job and then you get this job and yeah most of the people in the united states agree that abortion should be legal and so how you're going to sit there and put your religious um feelings over the people's rights right it's like um that's why we have church and state separate but no since you the the people that um overturned it um i believe they're uh most of them are catholic Mm -hmm. and so i understand it like that's your religious feeling of something but i just i really don't like that is the justice now they're just going to do what they feel is right for them and not for the people as a whole like right and now they're talking about taking contraception away like so like you want to take how are you going to take contraception away and then i know they talked about taking um gay marriage away it's like so and then the senator in texas talking about bringing segregation back like yeah, like they're just out of line they're trying to go back to their little order and way of things right and i'm looking on the looking to first country that i can get out of here and get to because it's just getting out of hand man and but the thing is this is the thing about evil right when you when people try to do evil things Mm -hmm. it don't work out and you try when people try to do evil things it don't it doesn't work out in the at the end like they never win because um the tide shifts and when people like the way how angry people are the only thing that's going to happen is people are going to show up to the polls like people exactly. are going to sh- sh- and guess what people that <coughs> sorry people that think abortion should be um some people what's going to happen is one party is not going to show up to vote and one party is going to overwhelmingly show up to vote right. <coughs> sorry it's okay And the thing is, you can't do evil and expect good things to happen. Right. So I think what's going to happen is people are going to show up. Yeah. I think it's going to, I think it's going to completely backfire. Oh, this is what people forgot. Everybody done moved out of California. (coughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay, y'all. She's a, she's still a lingering cough, y'all. And you know, once you start coughing, it's hard to stop. Yeah, once you start. And so, but people forget that all these people moved out of California and they're going to be at their polls to vote. Right. In California, um, a lot of people here is is very, very liberal. So right. I don't think they thought that part out. Mm-hmm they did not think that part out and then one side step is at the trump rally uh, before before he came out the lady introducing trump to come out she (coughs) i'm sorry she gonna say thank you trump for saving white lives i said what they ain't even hiding they're not even hiding it anymore no like that was so blatant and she said it with a smile like mm-hmm, i said it and then he smiled like yep we're trying yeah. to. so i said this whole roe versus wade 
it's 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 a political motive. Yep. It's a it's a down to the the American soul. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Like I got that. You know that itch in your throat. You're like trying to get rid of it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm gonna drink some water and shut up for a second. But the people are, you know, as soon as it was announced, nobody's gonna take this lane down. Like. Mm -mm. We can't, we can't afford to, we cannot afford to. And regardless nope. of what your religious beliefs and things like that is, there's so much more to it than, cause I feel like people are looking at it like, this is an unplanned pregnancy and I want to terminate it. There's so much more yeah. attached to this yeah. that can affect you while yeah. you're sitting up here talking about all this stuff what if it happens to you yeah. so many different circumstances and things that and trauma that women have to go through and yeah. now I'm gonna have to travel to another state on top of what I'm going through with my health to get a procedure done you know what I'm saying like and, and a lot of love of cases you don't have time like that like no. you don't have time no to get hours away you gotta you gotta be rushed to the emergency room yeah and you and are you and the baby will die mm -hmm. so they're talking about all this pro-life stuff but people are going to die and that's what made me the saddest is like um oh you know what made me the saddest is like um miscarriages are extremely common yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like I think it's like 3 million a year or something like that. Like yeah. miscarriages are very, very, very yeah. common. Like it's not like some people like don't understand how common it very is common. to have a miscarriage. So my thing is like, <clears throat> when somebody having a miscarriage, you're not going to help them. Right. They're just going to have to suffer. And I was reading stories where people are saying, like, um, as a child, my mom was having a miscarriage. And I remember being in the hospital and my dad pleading with the people to please help my mom because <coughs> the attachment wasn't working and blah, 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 blah. <coughs> and she was like, as a child, it was traumatizing because my mom was just bleeding out and nobody would help her. And then finally, the, the, the government, the general or something called and said they can move forward with the procedure to help my mom. Mm. And I was like, what? It's crazy. Man. <clears throat> I'm like, y'all playing. But see, they don't care. They want people to suffer. They do not care. And it's just like, it's really sad. But I'll tell you one thing, as soon as they make them announcement, them people was ready to, for war. I was downtown LA like I said, for the concert, and I looked out the window, and I just saw droves of people marching and walking down Figueroa with their signs in protest and marching onto the 110 freeway. Yep. Because literally, I'm looking out of my hotel window, seeing this, and you could hear them. And, you know, people are not going to take it laying down. They was out there every day. And, you know, like Nicole said, we have to get out there in the polls. We have to do our research and be knowledgeable about what's happening. 
so that we can be the change because we got to We all we got, we got to do what we could do, you know? Yeah, we all we got. And um, I just think it's, it's wild that now they're going back at everything and saying, oh, now we're just going to take a look at everything. It's like, it's like, you know, when that new person get a job and then <sighs> they want to just try to change. Everything. Yeah, they try to get in there and change everything. Like, if you don't sit down, <clears throat> ain't nobody told you to do nothing. Right, please. Oh, so yeah, so we're in prayer about that. And like I said, we continue to do our research and see what we can do, how we can be a part of the change. And um, man. And I saw that in LA when they was um, protesting, police was getting rough with the protesters. They was beating them up. Like, come, you know. They were literally like beating them up because I guess because they were like getting on the freeway or whatever, but it's like, hey, if you want, if you want to make noise, you got to go big. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were ready. It was making noise. So yeah, um, gotta do what you got to do. Yeah. So we wanted to go on a lighter note, going to move on to our next topic. Like we discussed a little bit, um, the verses was this past weekend and um it was a lot of chaos going on in the pre-show and <laughs> it was a lot going on but as I watched it back because I like watched it back later I was like I still enjoyed myself because <laughs> oh yeah I I hadn't watched the verses in a long time and that right there listen baby this was our college years I mean our high school years uh, into college like the music that we love and listen and still listen to today hello okay so Bobby Valentino has always been one of my uh faves uh his first two albums and also Mario love Mario's music still listen to his music to this day and um poor Omarion oh Marion poor Omarion poor Omarion you know what's funny Okay, so I am a YouTube girl. Like, I'm always on YouTube, you know, hearing all the tea and stuff. Yeah. So after the verses, um, you guys know, okay, so first there was a lot going on, right? Um, we have the Ray J situation to where he, you know, they all joined in on his song and he was feeling some type of way. But as I watched it back, I felt like they were just kind of like being backup singers for him. Like, I didn't feel like at, yeah. first, at first, I didn't feel like they was like, clowning him too bad but then he was when he started going in on and my baby being born and all that it was just like it was going on for way too long and then I feel like they started like clowning him a little bit after that but I felt like that part wasn't that bad like I don't know I felt like he sounded pretty good when he started you know yeah it was that Casamigos okay it was all drunk they was all drunk and why did they all get drunk up there? Why, why was they drunk like that? It was just so chaotic too because it's like, y'all are the pre-show. Like, y'all are not the verses. Y'all are the pre-show. So they was going like, okay, your song, your song. No, they thought they was the show. Yeah, they thought in their mind Yeah, they were having a verses and then Omarion and, and uh, Mario had a separate verses in their mind. Yeah. No. You guys were here to put on a pre-show. So y'all are battling each other when nobody asked you to do that. (laughs) 
Nobody. Play Nobody food. asked for this. We asked Nobody. for y'all to get up there and do what y'all do. And y'all got up there and cut a food. So, so much so afterwards, everybody got all this beef and then trickling into the Omarion and Mario. Um, Omarion calls B2K his backup dancers or whatever was said. But after the fact, Chow, J Book aired everything out. Okay. Oh, can we also just say really quickly? Uh-huh. Because um, because we can. Um that growing up in high school, J Bug, Omarion, and like B2K used yes. to be around us, like at our football games, our yes. movie theaters. And they basically J- lived in our neighborhood. Yeah, they basically lived in our neighborhood because um their manager lived out where we live. Mm-hmm. And um it was just, I think like as when I look back on it, that was pretty dope because it was like, yeah, they, <laughs> they literally the like Jay Boog used to play basketball at the same courts that my brother played at. Yeah. So like they literally used to play basketball with them. You could go to the LA Fitness and see them at the gym. I still see uh Marcus Houston to this day. He literally lives like yeah up the street from me. But yeah, I used to I because I used to live where Kendra lives and I used to see him play all the time and it's so funny because my mom runs into him a lot uh-huh. <laughs> and every time she runs into him she'll go <coughs> she'll go hi Marcus <laughs> <laughs> like she just like she just know it <laughs> <laughs> she's like hey Marcus because you see him all the time yeah and I saw Jay Book at the gas station one time and I had a headache and I was looking crazy oh I was God. so mad but you know what's one thing that Jay Book said when he was talking about his stuff, which was very accurate? He was just like, oh, you were not the main attraction. Like the girls, yeah. the girls were after Jay Book and Lil Fizz the most. Yeah. Very, very true. And, you know, he always claim you know he's saying that we were background dancers and all this stuff it's like okay but you was just a background dancer with a, a lead um vocals title because apparently um when they were putting the group together like when they were really about to get a deal they didn't want omarion sing lead they were trying to find somebody to replace him but the rest of the band members were like no he was with us from the beginning like we gotta stand with him and blah 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 but I'm like yeah because I didn't have Omarion on my wall I had Jay Bug and Lil Fizz okay I had Jay Bug and Mario I had to unfollow him I'm so mad about him being married with all them kids ain't nobody (laughs) talking about all them kids (laughs) but yeah he he got up there he aired it all out I can't remember all the details but yeah yeah he aired he aired it out he tried to say um even when they record, he said, you didn't even, you didn't even sing those songs. He said, yeah, he was uh, like, um, them vocals in the beginning. Um, I forgot what song that's me. Yeah. And a couple of the, uh, I think it was bump, bump, bump. And then another song, like he was like, those are my vocals. Like I right, said, oh, you can talk your stuff, J Boog, because yeah, people do be thinking that y'all background dancers these days, but you know it is what it is all y'all did was dance for real like we didn't listen to y'all because y'all was singing bomb we listened to y'all because y'all was cute and we was little girls yeah okay that was like ooh. <laughs> that's but, it 
out of the two mario is the real singer like let's be honest let's be honest mario you know i knew that mario (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) i knew that mario was like that like kind of gangster with it because Mm -hmm. he was on another podcast like a year ago Mm -hmm. and the way he was just chilling what he was talking i was like oh my goodness I don't know. Mario was like really big energy. That life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that life. Yeah, he had big energy on that stage. Like he was <laughs> like he was coming for anybody who was ready to get it. And I'm like, oh, Mario was just standing there, just taking the heat. And I was like, ooh, but he can't say much because he was saying like, oh, it was the sound and everything. But bruh, y'all was on the same stage, and his mic sounded fine to me. And then he tried to say that. uh mario it was mario's uh sound people that was the front of house people Uh, um he tried to say that they basically sabotaged him but i'm like the truth is you don't be singing live for real and on verses they had your mic on live and so we heard every bad note yeah so but it was entertaining overall i enjoyed the show um i had to fast forward through some of the stuff because when i watched it back um it was just a lot going on and um yeah a lot going on carried over into the BET awards too last (laughs) night um I'm so sad that I missed it but I'm glad you caught it so we could talk about it because I've seen the little clips Uh but I didn't see the whole thing so I kind of missed like the first half um I think the first performance I saw was was a lotto maybe I might have saw mm. one before that, but yeah, I missed basically the whole first half, but we did catch the, um, you know, recaps, the highlights, things like that. Uh, what do you think about, did you catch any of the fashions? You know what? I've seen a little bit of the fashions. Um, I'm trying to think of, let me see, was there anybody that really caught my eye? I really did, I really, I really, I really, I really didn't like <laughs> You really didn't Ari. Like- yeah, I really didn't like what Ari uh, wore. Oh, okay. Um, DDG and uh, DDG, he was fine, but um, his girlfriend, not the Chloe Bailey, but the sister Bailey. Haley or Hallie. Hall- Hallie, that wasn't it. Um, I didn't see her outfit. Um, Carnesha looked cool. <clears throat> I'm calling that girl Carnesha. Carnesha. Whatever, that's her name. Young Miami, because she can't get Carisha right. I liked her outfit. I mean, I don't get the Ave Maria part, but I think it was cute. Um, and, um, Summer Walker. Hot mess. She wore something similar to the concert, and she had, like, beads going in both outfits. I was like, is she, is she want to be a genie? Like, I don't understand. But um, I think she was just trying to show off her belly because she's pregnant. Yeah, I think that's really what it was. So, um, but she had all her boobs out, so it was a lot going on. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Eva. Any, I don't think any of the looks was too much to write home about. Did you see Jada Wada? <laughs> that whole group is tragic. She had this. Okay, so she had a slick back, but I think she used her natural hair to do it. Which yeah, was she very, did. which was very uh brave of her, 
because it was they must have molded her hair down real good because it was really hot out there um so that was brave of her to do but the whole little piece to the side she took a picture of her oh shoot they took a picture of her looking over it <laughs> no no if you guys saw it you know what i'm talking about but it just looked like she was standing behind a surfboard like it was really awkward from the front it was it was cute but with her looking over like stretching her neck trying to look behind i see it i see it yeah (laughs) yeah no it was a lot going on um ray j was in the audience eating a couple noodles with his antics um and then he announced today that he was in the talks about a deal with couple noodles i guess so Shout out to him. Diddy got the Lifetime Achievement Award. I don't think anybody came to rehearsal for the performance because <laughs> people were missing their cues left and right. Lil' Kim, she they said, you were the bubble with the B and she was still in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know she walked hella slow too. She was still <laughs> in the back. And then Diddy was like, come on, baby, pick it up. <laughs> She missed the whole eight count and then she came in. She finally caught it at the end. She was, I think she was excited about hitting her little move that everybody been doing on TikTok and stuff. Yeah. So I think she was excited, you know, anticipating it and just missed her whole um mark. Um, a couple of other people missed their cue as well um in that performance, but it was overall a good performance. Um Kanye West gave the speech for Diddy to receive his award. It was a good speech, but he had on this full head ski mask. A mess. And it it looked thick. Like it didn't look thin like a stocking cap. It looked very thick. And he could not breathe. You he know, was like he was like, <sighs> you know what it reminds me of? Um, you know, on uh, that movie, uh, what's it called? Where they're like, that's so fetch. And you're like, fetch, stop. It's not working. Like, I'm trying to make fetch happen. Because he can't. Uh, yeah, stop trying to make fetch. Yeah, he was stop really trying to make fetch happen with that full piece on. And then these gloves. I know he was hot. He had on a sweat, a, a pullover that was looked very thick. These gloves on, this full headpiece, sunglasses, which I don't understand the sunglasses over the headpiece, and a hat, and jeans, and boots. It's not working. There were so many lights up there. I was just praying he wouldn't pass out because when he was trying to give his speech, he inhaled, exhaled so much. I thought he was about to pass out. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, you my brother. I was just like, oh my God, somebody get this man some water and cut a hole in that hat. Like, what is happening? Speaking of Kanye, um, I don't know if you, this is just really quick. On um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, their their season finale was like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And, and on there, Kim was really honing in that Kanye treated her and her family horribly. Yeah, she did. She said he treated every, she was like, I should have spoke up about how he treated you guys. I'm like, what did he do to them? Because they act like they left him there. But you know what? One thing about her family they loyal to the soil. Yeah, they're so, going to stick beside you. They're going to stick beside you. So she told them not to say nothing. They wouldn't go say nothing. Clearly. 
because they, they, like, like, they loved him. Yeah. Yeah, he sure did do us dirty. So he him. made us all, he picked out all of our outfits. <laughs> <laughs> he made us all wear <laughs> nude for 10 years. That's why Courtney be dressing crazy now because right. She's like, I'm finally free. Okay. it's a a lot going on um finally this topic we wanted to touch on um there is a um content creator on instagram by the name of trisha white and she is um a black stay-at-home mom and she has really grown her platform by being very informative about um being a black stay-at-home mom and things that she um goes through things that you know she loves and like tips and things like that so really enjoy her content but she recently um spoke up about her getting a nanny and um she decides she decides to get a nanny because she's starting her own business and instagram has really picked up for her and it was just becoming a lot for her with two small children and running her business so she decides to get a nanny and I'm pretty sure people feel some type of way about that too because the stigma behind stay-at-home moms um, getting a nanny is kind of like, girl, what you need a nanny for? <laughs> and so let's start, let's just start with that topic. Like, what do you think about stay-at-home moms getting a nanny? I love it. I love it. Same. Because the truth is like when you're home with your kids, you don't get you it's really it's really hard to get stuff done with mm-hmm. kids at home like mm-hmm. even for me right now I'm home for the summer with the kids mm-hmm. and I just like I'm back to my as long as I get one important thing done a day and I do it when they go to sleep right <laughs> so I'm all for it what about you um I feel the same like you know, you never really know how much work goes into being a stay-at-home mom until you actually do it. And I'm pretty sure there are some stay-at-home moms who don't really tend to their children and just sit around all day. But all the ones that I know are very hardworking and very hands-on with their children. They're constantly um, teaching and engaging with them. And then on top of that, running in household it's not easy because if your husband or a significant other is working, you know, to take care of the household, majority of the time, they won't have much time to do anything else. So that means everything else is falling on your shoulders. So, um, every couple is different and, um, you know, every couple has their different things that they agree agree upon of what each other will do and what they'll collaborate on. But a lot of the day-to-day tasks of dealing with appointments, um, keeping up the household, making sure the kids' laundry is done, making sure all the groceries are um, fulfilled, making sure that certain bills are getting paid, appointments are being made for the house. If something, you know, needs to, work needs to be done in the house, um, coordinating social events um you know keeping up with your personal calendar the kids calendar sports um cleaning okay 
Okay. Kind of trying to keep your house in order and organized. Um, and then also making time to spend with the kids to, you know, so that they can engage and have fun, making family time, spending time with their husband, coordinating meals. Now it's summertime, so you're coordinating three meals a day plus snacks. And, snacks. Yeah. and then having to clean up after each meal. And then not to mention most stay-at-home moms have a side hustle. So yeah. whatever passion projects that you're working on, whatever businesses that you have or already have or in the works or going to school or you know, there's so much in a day that you are getting done as a stay-at-home mom. I kind of equate it to like when people say, uh, I don't, I'm gonna quit my nine to five so I can work for myself. Yeah. You're gonna get extra time. No, now that you work for yourself, you have to depend on yourself to eat. Okay. So if and I equate that to the same thing as a stay-at-home mom because your kids. Nobody's watching your kids, but you, you can't send, you're not sending them to daycare. You're not sending them to school. You're not sending them away. (laughs) So you're, you have to account for them every hour of the day. Whereas if you were going to work, you were able to sit in your office or go and do your job and worry about yourself and your job for those eight hours aside from your kid. But if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're working or you're working on something, you have to also account for your children and for what you're doing. Right. So it's a lot that's it's a lot of things that are happening. So I feel like if you can afford it, first of all, if you can afford it, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Period. And and you need to add a chef too, Adam. Okay. Like yeah, if like, you need to add a chef, a housekeeper, a, a tutor whatever because there's so many hats that moms any mom has to take on whether you are working outside of the home or working inside of the home moms wear many hats so whatever you can do to alleviate some of that pressure if you can afford it I say go for it I am all here for it now I will say before I had my own children I didn't understand it right because I didn't understand all that goes into um, being a mother because I had never done it before. I've only seen it done. And I will say that moms be making it look easy. Yeah. A lot of moms make it look easy. And now when, once I became a mom myself, I was able to see like, they don't have a choice, but to, because if they break down every five minutes of how hard it is, they won't get anything done. (laughs) So, you know, we just push through a lot of, a lot of the time, but I feel like in this lady's circumstance, she was like, I sat down with my husband. We came up with the budget. We were able to cut some expenses in other areas, like where we were like either wasting money or it wasn't necessary. And I, we kind of weighed out like how important is it for us to have a nanny right now? And for her, it was essential because her business is taking off and she just wasn't having enough time in the day to get what she needed to get done and still attend to her children. So I even talked to my husband about it. And I was just like, what do you think about stay-at-home moms getting a nanny? He was like, if you wanted a nanny, we would get you a nanny. (laughs) He was like, because I see like what you do all day. Like with him working from home, he's able to get a front row seat of what I do. And so, and, and on the times where I'm out of town and stuff and he has to do it by himself, he'd be like, this is a lot of work. <laughs> and so, because he knows firsthand how hard it is, 
he's like, if you if you wanted to get a nanny, I I would be here for it because it's a lot. He's yeah. like, so I understand where she would be coming from. And so I agree. I'm just like, if you can afford it, I say go for it. And yeah. And well, I don't I just don't understand why people always just feel like mom should just do everything. Like yeah. I don't understand that. Like I don't understand why people just feel like mom the mom should just do like everything like right like we're human beings we're like we're just one person and then on top of that it's like kids they're not going to understand so it's like even after you clean up and everything looks amazing mm -hmm. then they just come and just woof. right and it's really just assistance because she was like it's not like when the nanny's here, I just totally disengage from my children. Like right. I'm still a part of the day. I'm still a stay-at-home mom. Like I've seen this other girl on YouTube as well. She does YouTube full-time. It's like her full-time job. And she hired her mom. She let her mom quit her job and she hired her mom to be her nanny, but she's still with them clearly all day you know, unless she has mm -hmm. to go take care of business or something like her mom is still there helping, but she has three little girls. So her mom is there to help her run around these with these kids while she's able to like still engage in playtime and lunchtime, but then she's able to break away and go get some work done. And I feel like that's what, you know, um, it would be like to be a stay at home mom and have a nanny it's like just to get some extra hands so yeah. that if I need to answer some emails or if I need to jump on a zoom or whatever I can do that and then come back to my kids and then you're still here to assist you know and so that was one portion of it uh you know should stay at home moms have a nanny the second hand what got, the second part which got people really in a tizzy was that she did a reel and in the real, she was just like, I finally found the perfect nanny. Like, she's amazing with my kids. And guys, I haven't done a load of laundry for my kids in three months. So from that statement, all the nannies of the world <laughs> found her page, found her page, <laughs> chimed in in the comments and were like, how dare you? Your nanny is not your maid. If you needed a housekeeper, you should hire a housekeeper separate from your nanny. She's there to take care of your children. She's not there to wash your clothes and clean your house. And what are you doing? And like just ripping her to shreds. And it was like days of this. Really? So much, yeah. Like so much. So I think it was over the course of the, like the weekend. It was like two days. And so nonstop, just people just comments because I guess, you know, the more traction that it gets, the more comments oh, that it gets, the more they push out the video. So yeah, more and more, I forgot about finding, that. yeah, so more and more people were finding it and she was just like having to, um, more and more nannies. Yes. The algorithm the nannies. showing more nannies. It was the nannies that was pissed. And so she was just like, I don't understand. So she finally did a live. And she kind of like just broke it down, which is like, it's like sad that she even had to do this. But I feel like a lot of times when people are not in your shoes, they don't understand. 
and she did her best to try to help them understand but then she got kind of pissed and she was like listen I don't gotta explain myself to y'all <laughs> but basically they what the nannies were saying was that you know she should hire separate help for that but I feel like I, I was never a nanny but I was a um I used to babysit and when I would babysit, I would do light housework, not because they asked me to, but because I was there. So I would never go into someone's home and take care of their children and feed their kids a meal and then go put the dishes in the sink. Like, that's yeah. just not something that I would do because I wouldn't do that on my own house. So if, yeah, I'm, if I come into your house to take care of your kids, I'm taking care of your kids as if they were my own. So I'm, you know, cleaning off the table, eat, wash the dishes, put them away. If the kids, um, you know, to give the kids a bath, put their clothes in the, in the laundry hamper, you know, and just kind of like tidy up the kids' toys and things like that. I would naturally do that. So the nannies were just like, they shouldn't be washing your laundry. And da, da, da. So she went on to explain that she found a nanny that she liked. They discussed what her expectations were of a nanny and the nanny agreed <laughs> to her terms so to take care of the ch- kids and do light housework in relation to the children but what she said she's like I never asked her to do laundry she would just basically do meal time clean up the toys and things like that put them down for naps and and things like that and so um, she said, but my son takes a three hour nap. And so the nanny was coming to me and asking me like, is there anything around the house that you would like for me to do while he's taking a nap? And she's like, no, you can just chill, hang out. She's like, I feel really weird being on the clock and just sitting here, please. Is there anything I can do? And she said, okay, well, you can do a load of laundry a day. Like she's there five yeah. days a week. She's like, you can do a load of laundry a day. So that explains why she hasn't had to do laundry because the nanny is doing the kids laundry every day. She's like, she's not doing my laundry. She's not doing my husband's laundry. She's not sweeping them up in the floors and vacuuming them in my whole house. She's literally picking up after the kids and doing a load of laundry a day. And so, um, even from that explanation, I feel like the people were still upset, but it's like, you can't please everybody. And if you, if I am hiring somebody to do a job and they agree to that, that's between me and them. Like if she wasn't getting paid enough or she didn't like the terms of the contract, she wouldn't be the nanny. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. That's the, the crazy part about the internet is like, especially with the algorithm, it's like once that thing takes off, Mm-hmm. If it's not clear or understood, if, if 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 it's not clear the first time, then it's going into a whirlwind, you know, and people right. don't come back to check to see what she meant by it, you know? Right. Because at that point, they didn't care. They had all rallied behind each other. <laughs> yeah. At that all point, the, it was done with. All the nannies of the world rallied behind. But I say. She's better than me. I would have been like, oh, no, nah, I'm just going to delete this. Right. Nah, she hey, she got a lot of attention off of that. And a lot of people probably actually started following her because it's like, yeah, girl, I'm team nanny over here. Like, you know, like, yeah, you know, so um, 
and I did read a few of the comments and a lot of the stay-at-home moms were saying like girl I wish I could afford a nanny because I show a higher one because it's like like you said we don't have to do everything anymore and I feel like a lot of times people judge people because they don't understand it and sometimes they're just jealous yeah so you know and if they feel like well why does she get to be a stay-at-home mom and have a nanny like that's not fair you know and so you know I I don't understand why people okay I don't understand why people put stay-at-home moms on a platter of like like oh I really want to like 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 they put it they put it they have this idea mm-hmm. that, oh, I get to stay home and watch TV yeah. and like, yes. I'm gonna be chilling. I'm gonna be calling, like, I'm gonna be on the phone. Like, they put it yeah. like at this thing, like, oh, you're lucky. Like, you just get to be home and chill. Yeah, you get to be home and relax all day. Like, and it's like nothing about it is relaxing. Nothing. On most days, the first time I sit down is if I have to get in the car and go do something. And then it's like, I want to sit down, so I got to get you guys ready and put you on the car. Right. <laughs> so I can sit down. Right. So I can sit down for five minutes. And don't get us wrong. The The joy of it is that you get to spend time with yes. your kids and mm-hmm. engage with them, which is awesome, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's it's just... It's so work. It's just, it's it's work. <clears throat> it's work. that's why I always say like it's like because you know sometimes people mistake you explaining certain things are really like shedding light on what it's really like as complaining yeah but to me it's like think about if you had a job that you absolutely love like it's your it's the best thing it's your dream job it's everything you ever imagined but it's still work you still get tired because it's constant like you have to use brain power so it's still tiring right Right. it doesn't mean you love it any less it's just hard work and it's just tiring but it's still fulfilling because it's your dream it's the life that you that you prayed for right I look at being a stay-at-home mom the same way for me because this is something that I wanted to do. I wanted to always be able to be there for my kids at this stage in their life. Right. So this is something that my husband and I chose for us to do because it was important to us. Right. And um, yeah, it was a choice. And so I, I cherish it. I love it. It doesn't take away the fact that it's difficult. <laughs> exactly. But I, I, I love it. And it's not, um, I think that sometimes it's hard for people to understand. Um, and so you made a good example. It's like when you love what you do, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that every day is, you know, just perfect. Like it's even when you love what you do, it still has its ups and downs, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, you still I think have, that's a really good example. Yeah, you still have your difficult days. You have a really great days. And for me, it's fulfilling every day because I get to 
you know, I don't miss out on those special moments with my kids and I'm able to cherish them. I decided to only have two. And so I have to cherish every moment with them. And because this is my job, this is what I get to do. So I'm very blessed. I take it as a privilege and an honor. And I don't look at people, uh, moms who go to work any less. Right. Well, it's like, we've all have our own different paths and it doesn't mean any child is going to be loved any less or more. It's just our path. Our paths are different. And I feel like we should just honor all mothers for however they choose to parent and however they choose to mother their children, however they choose to run their household. As long as things are getting done, the children are being loved, they're growing, they're learning, and um, they're in a safe environment. let's just you know let's just applaud them and sometimes other people's lives are not for you to figure out Uh, so we 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 just gotta sometimes we gotta mind our own business and sometimes we just have to admire from afar and not put our opinions on every single thing because nobody really asked for it and if you do have questions about people's lifestyle because that's something that you're interested in or you would like to adapt, that's different. Right. But if you are questioning people's lifestyle because you don't understand it or you or you want to look down on it or whatever, then just take some time to mind your own business. Yeah. Because the and the social media is so misleading. It's yeah. just so misleading. Right. And your intent for your content can just go straight over people's heads. Like, oh, yeah. It just, you know, that's, uh, I think I've said it here before. That was the reason why I slowed down my content Mm -hmm. is because I started people, I had people starting to be like, this is a bad reason to slow down your content, but um, (laughs) people just being like, um well yeah I know you got all your fashion friends now or <laughs> you know yeah you you went to the red carpet like like, like it would just girl, be if you a hater just say that <laughs> yeah and at the time I didn't quite understand it and uh and um people just think and then you're like meanwhile you're like do you know how horrible red carpets are <laughs> like you don't even know <laughs> you worried about me at a red carpet you know how horrible red carpets are right you don't even know so be quiet yeah so we just have to remember that social media is just a small glimpse into people's lives and it's not uh, real people share some of it is some, some of it okay yeah i'll give it some of it know. some of it is real and yeah. you know people but it but it's still a small excerpt like I'm showing you the highlights because for me, for my content, I want people to look at my content and feel good. I want them to smile. So I might not post, like I just posted um, my one of my mini vlogs from New Orleans. I want people to, to smile. I want people to enjoy it. So I'm posting the highlights. I ain't posting the nasty, dirty street that we walk down to get to the restaurant. I'm not posting that part. Because that was not, that's not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, so exactly. Says, it's, you know, everything is not real. Like, I, some of it isn't. 
like some people are just posting like completely like unrealistic content but sometimes it's just like I'm, I want you to feel good my intention for the video is for you to smile for you to enjoy it and for you to feel good so I ain't gonna post the you know the nasty stuff but I'll tell you if you ask <laughs> okay but some people do post like you can probably go on TikTok and somebody will probably have posted like y'all want to see what real Bourbon Street look like and show you everything you know what I'm saying so you can get the best of both worlds like there's so much content out there now so like whatever you enjoy I say go look at that like instead of like going to pick apart people but some people make it their business to just pick people apart because that's what they like to do and they they just like to be evil but yeah I'll say for your own mental health look at content that you enjoy like if somebody I started doing that some if I scroll in and somebody's constantly making content that's like irritating to me or I be like why could she be saying that or if I don't like the words or whatever I just unfollow them yeah because I don't want to see it no more you know or yeah. somebody switches up and they start posting like crazy stuff and it's like oh my gosh they're really going through it and it's like triggering unfollow it mm-hmm. you know? call it a day call it a day but yeah so um yeah, those are the, the little hot topics that we wanted to touch on today. Just catching up with you guys. Um, it's summertime, so we're kind of a little bit all over the place because we have a lot planned with our families and our children. And so we really wanted to take time this summer to enjoy our families, our children, and you know, the vacations and things that we have planned. So in light of that, I will be traveling with my family um, next week. So we will not be... Um, uploading an episode next week it's also 4th of july so we're just going to take a little holiday break and then we'll be back the following week um with another uh episode for you guys but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode um make sure you guys are subscribed on apple Podcasts and spotify and also following us on instagram at somebody's mama pod and visit our website uh somebody's mama podcast.com you guys can keep up with us there. You guys can view the episodes there as well. So yeah, that's the end of this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll holler at you next time. Bye.